Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. I know you're all going to go mad. Ah, oh, Boylan, talking about the bleeding welfare again, are you? Well, I think there's good reason to talk about it because a report is just out and I need to talk about it. And, and a prominent campaign, of course, as you know, was launched by Taoiseach Leo Varadka encouraging the public to report cases of suspected fraud two years ago. But that was overturned, of course, by the lefties who went mad and said, you can't be turning people against each other and reporting crimes like that. That's not fair. Uh, but during his campaign, the Taoiseach and Leadership of Fianna Gael, then Minister, of course, uh, of Social Protection, Mr. Radical, launched a welfare cheats, cheat all of us campaign, which encouraged people to act as whistleblowers and report suspected uh, social welfare problems. Uh, it seems Leo may have been right about something after all, and I'm not one to give him too much credit, uh, but there is a growing amount of dishonesty when it comes to social welfare claims. Now, let's be clear. Some of the overpayments that I'm going to talk about are genuine mistakes, but in most cases, the claimant would be well aware that they're not entitled to the particular payment that they're getting, but they're still happy enough to accept it anyway. But let me read out some of these. <clears throat> this is the report uh, by the Daily Mail under the Freedom of Information Act. An astonishing 15.2 million in payments were made to 764 dead people last year alone. So 764 people who were dead got payments last year on an ongoing basis, which amounted to 15.2 million euro. Now, <clears throat> you could argue that if your husband or your daughter or son or somebody belongs to you dies, the first thing you deal with is the funeral, the next thing you deal with is the grief, and I can understand all that. You know, bringing up the Department of Social Welfare is not your first priority to say, listen, you need to stop his payment or her payment or his pension or whatever it happens to be. But at some point, while you're collecting it, you must be saying to yourself, well, the person's dead. I shouldn't be collecting this payment anymore. If it's a carer's payment or whatever it happens to be, a lot of them would be, say, for some, somebody might be caring for somebody and you're getting a carer's allowance and then the person dies, but you continue to collect the allowance. Those sort of things are your responsibility. Now, you could argue it's the department's responsibility to find out. In one particular case, somebody had died at 78 years of age. And not till the person was 100, or supposed to be 100, uh, when the government pays out that, you know, that amount of money they pay out when you reach 100 years of age in this country, um, did they find out the person was actually dead. But somebody was claiming a payment for them for nearly 20 years. Um, I suppose the revelation emerged from the new report that found that the state is owed over 473 million euro. That's a half a billion euro for the Department of Social Protection made thousands of welfare overpayments for several years. And the report on the Department of Social Protection compliance and anti-fraud strategy covering 2014 to last year reveals that welfare fraud is a major challenge. Efforts are still being made to fully recover 15.2 million paid to 764 dead people. However, 3 million is still outstanding. And the report commissioned by the department also reveals that overpayments of benefits in individual cases amounted to 107 million, 107.9 million uh, throughout last year alone. In one case, a claimant was claiming disability allowance for two years despite living abroad. As a result, the claimant was overpaid 12,000 which is currently being repaid. A one-year jail term was imposed on a person who continued to claim job seekers allowance four years after they actually found a job. And this report was due to be launched next week and has been seen, of course, by the Irish Mail on Sunday. Details that last year, uh, over 742,000 control reviews were carried out. That 742,000 people had their payments reviewed because of some sort of discrepancy, which yielded savings of over 556 million. 
Last year, over 81 million in overpayments were recovered and more than 430 cases of suspected fraud and other offences were considered for prosecution. Legacy debts of 41 million were raised in 2010 and earlier in earlier years that they were written off. In other words, what happens is if they don't get the money in a certain period of time or they can't get the money, they just write it off. Now, despite the write-off, however, the report reveals that at the end of December 2018, customer debt... Now, listen to this one, right? This is at the end of December 2018, only six months ago, or seven months ago. Customer debt was valued at $474 million in respect of 152,000 individual debts uh, between 126,000 people. That means that some of those people were claiming one or more, two or more payments that they shouldn't actually be getting. That's incredible. That debt averages at three thousand euro, just over three thousand euro per person of the one hundred and fifty-two thousand or the one hundred and twenty-six thousand people. So one hundred and twenty-six thousand people are averaging three thousand euro more than they actually should be getting. Now, Social Protection Minister Regina Doherty said the achievements highlight the effectiveness of the new strategy employed by the department over the last five years, and many elements of this will be used for a new strategy, which is currently being finalised for the next five years. Now, I'm looking at the comments online. Now, remember what we're talking about here, okay? A half a billion, nearly a half a billion euro of taxpayers' money given to people who weren't entitled to it. Now, some of the comments online that I looked at on the journal, and it says, if you're getting a payment you're not entitled to, should you not be the one to report it rather than waiting to be caught or found out and then complain that you can't pay it back? It's not free money, and it's actually breaking the law to keep the money. But somebody else responded, well, do you think these people are wealthy? They might be able to pay an extra bill or buy a little bit of food with the extra money. It's not being dishonest. They're just very poor and struggling and they need as much help as they can get. It's the department that's screwed up, not the people. So who do you blame? I mean, if you were getting overpaid, uh, you know, you were getting a payment that you weren't entitled to. Somebody died and you're still getting a payment or uh, you got a job, but you were still getting social welfare because the two departments of revenue and welfare are not really connected for data uh, reasons. I mean, many people are saying it's their job to find out they're paying you too much and not yours. So whose responsibility is when basically somebody is getting a payment they're not actually entitled to? Is it your responsibility or is it theirs? According to the people, going back two years ago when Leo was waffling on about uh, snitching on people, they were saying it's the department's responsibility. And stop asking the citizens to snitch on each other or come clean. So whose responsibility is it? Is it the state's responsibility to figure out they're paying you too much? Or is it your responsibility to say, listen, lads, you're giving me 50 quid too much here. I'm not entitled to that. Yeah, can you take it back? Because I'm going to owe it to you in the end. So whose responsibility is it? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. It does seem, by the way, that this narrative that social welfare fraud is not widespread is nonsense because it clearly is widespread when we look at these figures. Uh, text 087-188-0008 or you can WhatsApp us. Whose responsibility is it? The state or is it your responsibility to tell them that you're being paid too much? And by the way, these are only the people they found out about. You, have to, you could probably double that figure, if not treble it, when you figure out the amount of people who are claiming benefits in this country who are not actually entitled to it, but they were never actually caught. Let me go to Podrick first, if I can. Podrick, you're on Classic Hits. Greetings, Niles, to Greetings. our fellow patriots. <laughs> Greetings to your fellow patriots, Podrick. Well, Podrick, how much of a patriot are you? If you knew somebody was claiming something that they weren't actually entitled to, would you be on the phone? Well, listen, Ireland used to be a land of saints and scholars. There's not many saints left, that's for sure. No. Uh, there's just basically mayfainers, degenerates, 
and uh, I'm all right, Jax, and um, that's the way it's gone. And a lot of dishonest people out there, uh, some of this is possibly human error by the so-called agencies, Niall, mm-hmm. but there could not be that discrepancy. So, look, if you register, I've got relatives over in the UK at the moment, and basically uh, the, my aunt was telling me that if you report a debt in the UK, all the agencies are automatically, it's an automated system, right across the board, or you don't have to do anything else, only register that debt, and all the agencies are told about it, and hence it's it's dealt with. But I, I think, see, we have different data protection laws. And from what I remember, somebody explained this to me before. Let's say you're on the dole, right? And you get a job. Now, it's pretty obvious when you get a job, you're going to start paying taxes. Hence, you would imagine the dole would say, oh, he's paying taxes, and once I have a job, we'll cut him off, right? But that's yeah. not the way it works, because... The revenue and the Department of Social Welfare, for data protection reasons, as far as I know, are not connected. They can't share information. They're not allowed to. Now, I don't know if that's changed or not, but as, as far as I know, that still stands. Which means you could be working, essentially, and still claiming the dole. Unless well, they physically catch you, you're not yeah, going to get caught. So, so it's, uh, I mean, the loopholes in the system are there for people to exploit them. And at the but end of the day... That's not a loophole. That's there to protect all of us. You know, data protection is there to give well, us some level of privacy. If the, if the relevant agencies are not coordinated and talking to each other, of course it's a loophole, and people are going to avail of that system. Now, if the situation with people are not registering a debt here, mainly, I presume, for a pension, the, the father, well, mother, not necessarily. No, a lot of we were talking about this today. Some of it may have been for a pension, but a yeah. lot of it would be, say, for example, an elderly person who gets a carer's allowance for their husband or wife. Okay. Uh, and that they pass on, they they die, and then they don't report it to the department, and they're still getting the carers' allowance for four or five years. Yeah, well, like like you said, I've said to you numerous um, other times now. Ireland is a welfare wonderland. Uh, it pays more to be dishonest in this country. The people like you and me and anybody else who goes out paying tax and a job, paying into the system, uh, get treated worse than the people. Uh, and then every Christmas, once you have 12 months, like the long-term unemployment I'm talking about here now, who haven't worked for 20, 30, 40 years, and the government let these people away with murder. These people, and uh, by the way, uh, they were able-bodied, they're out nixing every second day of the week, cash in hand, don't want to pay into the system. The, the, the relevant agency do, will not come down on these people like they should. And therefore, now, like I said, people like you and me, we're the, we're the fools, we're the idiots, that pay tax into the system so these people can have three or four holidays a year in the south of France or Spain or Las Vegas. I mean, who's the Las food, Vegas. Well, okay, I don't know how many are going to Las Vegas, but certainly, yes, people are going well, to Las Vegas. Well, I've heard of some people. Well, okay, but, but is, so are you saying it's the department's responsibility to find these things out? Or is it is it the, the citizen's responsibility? Like, for example, you know, if going back to Leo Varadkar's, you know, campaign, if you knew of Mary down the road who was claiming for her husband's pension who had passed away two years ago and you heard through the grapevine, oh, she's still getting his bleeding pension. Would you actually yeah. report it? I would because it's technically like fraud. I mean, somebody that's out for uh, work for a short period of time, now, a few weeks, months, six months, even a year, whatever, if there's recession on, that's understandable. The, 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 as you know, there's full t- uh, there's, we, we have full employment at the moment. There's no excuse for anybody able-bodied not to work. There's a lot of people out there that don't want to work. And the reason is because the benefit system in this country is crazy. And after, like I say, what country? We're the only country in the world, Niall. After 12 months of being unemployed, they've reintroduced a bonus not to work. They give you money not to work. Think about it. People that work in jobs don't get a bonus, half of them. 
Mm-hmm. There, there is no political will here, Niall, to chase the Mayfainers, the fraudsters, the long-term unemployed, able-bodied people who are screwing the system. The, so who do you blame is the government? OK, well, say there for a second. By the way, Inga says, now they are connected. You go to the tax office when you start a job and they notify the social, says Inga. Inga, I don't know how true that is. I, and now maybe I could be completely wrong, but I remember many years ago uh, the social welfare weren't connected. Somebody else says social welfare and PAY do, do communicate with each other. However, you won't get cut off. Social welfare will send a letter to tell you that they can see that you're earning and can ask you to explain yourself. Uh, I know, for example, if you go to claim the social welfare and you haven't been claiming it before, they will ask you, well, how were you surviving if you were allegedly out of work for two or three years? The, you know, in other words, because they'll know that you haven't been paying any tax. So that's how they know that you have been working or haven't been working. But I'm not too sure exactly how they communicate because I do remember there was a data issue and somebody told me before that they're not connected, but maybe they are. Okay, let me go to Dara. Dara, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, I think it's absolutely disgraceful that people are claiming when, when somebody has died. It's such disrespect. It's like feeding, they're like parasites feeding off dead flesh. It's, it's a total disgrace. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mind my mother. I was a carer before she died. And, um, you know, it, it, that was good because you saved a grand at least a week on, in, in nursing homes. But I, I loved her and I, I respected her. Now, I know after a death, you need a, maybe a fortnight to get your head together. Yeah, of course. You've got and a funeral, fortnight, a bit of you know, grieving to, to go on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect that. But two years or, you know, three or four weeks. You're, or you're 20, 20 years in one case. Yeah, 20 years. That is such a disgrace. Uh, the thing is, you need to have harsher punishments for that kind of abuse. It's a total disrespect. It's, see, the whole idea is social welfare is meant to be for those who are who are in need, genuine need. I mean, I... I, I but I'm shocked that Dublin. 15 million was paid out just in one year alone yeah. last year. 764 dead people were still getting paid. It's disgraceful. And I mean, I, I, I'm living in Wicklow now, thank God. But I go to Dublin and I just, you know, I give to charity, but I just, you're falling over people who are homeless. Obviously, the, the wrong people are getting the money. There are people who, who know the system. There are probably people entitled... If they, you know, for, you know, who might be serious alcoholics who need to get off alcohol and who need treatment and that, who aren't getting it because the money's been wasted on these uh, con people. And I, I honestly think that much, I know it's against our culture to report, but quite frankly, you know, this is such a, the ultimate disrespect. But if, if it's small, and a lot, of, a lot of this could be small money, right? When I say yeah. small money, the, you know, there might yeah. be a case where somebody's getting... Maybe a lone parent is getting an extra yeah. child by mistake and getting an extra yeah. 30 quid a week, right? Now, the, parent, the, the person will know that. They'll know, well, look, I shouldn't be getting this, but sure, I'll shut me mouth and say nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that might go on for three or four years. Then the department will go, well, hold on for a second. You've only produced two birth certs here, actually, not, not three. Yeah. So you owe us seven grand. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, is it the department's responsibility to find out? Or do you have a responsibility to stand up and people say, listen, you're, you're giving me too much responsibility. money? You know, people have these personal responsibility to. Yes, I mean, in a, in a decent society, we have a proper society and people for whatever, you know, break their legs, things happen to people and we help those people who are in real need. You know, I mean, the people who are hardworking, as the previous gentleman was saying, uh, paying their taxes. But everybody knows that, you know, you could fall off or break a leg or whatever it is. You've heard a roofer, you're not going to be doing much of roofing if you've broken legs. So we know there are genuine cases of people who can't do what they normally do because of life. Circumstances, yeah, of course. But I, I think that these people who abuse the system, um, 
But they don't care. They're the very ones who complain about the government. Uh, I mean, the left kind of go on about, oh, there's no money for this, that, and the other. And not surprisingly, when people are abusing billions every year from, from fraud. Well, this is, this is just a half a billion that they know about. When you think about it, this is the ones that they figured out or they found out about through whatever sources, right? But imagine if that's what they found out about. Imagine what's there that they haven't found out about. Yeah. I mean, even overseas, like, they're, they're claiming things. I mean, we complain about the Children's Hospital, which was, is up to two billion now, and it was half a million. The whole thing is these money... If it was built at the time when they're supposed to build it, that would say it's their penny wise, pound foolish. Just quite frankly, it's our cent wise, euro foolish. Mm. Okay, but do you ever just stay there because I want to get to Eamon as well before the break. Eamon, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Eamon? Oh, sorry, Eamon, I didn't switch you on there. I do apologise, Eamon. Hold on. Sorry, Eamon, go ahead. No, you're going. Uh, Eamon, you were saying in relation to what I said earlier on that they're not connected. Absolutely not, no. Not, oh, okay, not and how did you figure that out? Well, um,. A couple of years ago, my, my wife, uh, she she went on disability. She was diagnosed with, uh, with a genetic form of arthritis, so she, she got the disability and she was put on, I can't remember how much it was a week in a way. And I had a job, but it wasn't covering the bill, so I had to take up a second job. And yeah. I, like everything was above board. They had my P60. I was paying registered for tax and everything for both jobs. There was nothing cash in hand regardless. So... I only assumed, no, it was my biggest mistake. Um, that they would know about it? That they would know about it. I was fully sure that by registering for tax that it was an automatic declaration. As you know, you have to declare all your incomes. But yeah. I just assumed the P60 was an automatic declaration. So that was fine. About 18 months passed. We'll say more. It was probably two years past. And we got a letter in the post last April saying that we were being audited. And we did the audit everything. We thought everything was above board. We got a letter. And who was, who was auditing you, by the way? Department of Social Protection? Department of Social Protection, yeah. Okay. And we got a letter back in the post back in probably September that we owed them 18000 Oh, no. Yeah. So so, you, so when you took the second job and they were still paying that allowance for your wife, yeah. you assumed everything was above board? I thought everything was above board. I, I, like, you I, thought they had taken that into consideration? They must yeah. be connected. They know about us. Yeah, because we could see with the way the payments, the, the payments was coming into her account. Or, because that would be means tested, of course, yeah. Yeah, and it was fluctuating a small bit. We just assumed that they were just trying to balance it or something like that. We didn't know. And we just, we just, yeah. And I think, and I did say there are genuine cases of a misunderstanding where genuine mistakes are made. And that seems to be a very genuine mistake. You genuinely thought they took into consideration your new employment where they clearly didn't. Well, that that just goes to show you, but they're not connected. So, the biggest problem, Niall, was when we were trying to contact them, we couldn't contact it. They have no email address. Every time we ring their their number, no one would come online. It would just ring out. Uh, The only way we could contact them is sending pen and paper letter. No so, by the way, how did, so? So, how much did you owe again? Twenty, eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand euro. Okay. Yeah. And so, what was the? Have they come to an arrangement with you? Or oh, we've, we've come to an arrangement. Yeah, yeah. We just say we pay back uh, weekly. Um, they were going to deduct us. Like, I can't remember exactly how we. Well, oh, no, you, we you, you can't be paying back home. too much because you just couldn't afford it. I suppose we just can't afford it. all. like, I was kind of hoping there. Now, maybe in the next. 18 months that I could give up one job and we try and balance it out like but no I have to stay on. Well this is the problem if if you know if they've made a genuine mistake and you didn't realise it and they've been doing it for years and you get landed with a bill and you're on a payment for example of say well, some people 195 quid sure how can you pay them back a five room, exactly. five a week or something maybe Yeah I well we're, we're I think we're 20 a week or something like 25 a week and, and that's even probably where, a lot for you is it I, I can't understand where like you know once I once I went in, sent in my P60 for the second job, surely be the God there should be a red light come on saying that this fella is 
has a second income, you know, that they should automatically start lowering the rates. You know, it's so outdated, their system. is It's beyond belief. I mean, Padraig, you know? are you still there? Oh, sorry. Uh, I know I know Dara's still there. Sorry, Dara. I mean, Dara, uh, yeah, uh, you listen to that story. Well, that sounds fairly that, genuine. That, that sounds fair, all right. That's... I mean, in a case like that, it is unfair when they make a mistake of such a, a genuine guy who's doing two jobs that he has to pay back 18000 I'd accept that that's definitely wrong. But in the other case... Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not... You know, I, there is an argument, and yeah. I'm not having a go with Eamon, but there is an argument that maybe Eamon and his missus should have known because it was means-tested and he's yeah. earning more money that maybe he should report it, but yeah. not necessarily. So there is a bit of an argument. I mean, there, the system like, is complicated, but I do think that those who genuinely defraud it I mean, all these things we want to do, if we want to make Ireland great again, we can't have people who are deliberately... Is that like Donald Trump there now? You kind of this just... is a genuine guy who's doing two jobs. And there should be some uh, data protection besides. I do think there should be some connection between the various people. So people would have a... It's like a one-shop approach. Uh, know where they stand. Imagine the Department of Social yeah. Protection, when they're making his payment or assessing yeah. his payment for his missus, they yeah. should be able to type into a thing, Eamon's missus, yeah. and up comes how much income is coming into that household, yeah. and it's all connected. You'd imagine that it would be that easy, that. But, it's, but I believe... Yeah, should be able to do it. But, yeah, but so. there's a data protection issue, and this, know, this is the I problem. Know. You know? See, the whole yeah. thing is, the whole the world's getting so confusing that you can be... You think you're as honest as a day is long, and then you, you find out you're not because of the complications in the system, you know, I agree with you. And I think that's... There was no red flags whatsoever. When when it comes to my my, um, case, anyway, there was no red flags whatsoever. We assumed, because when we start, when I first started doing my first, the second job, uh, like, uh, her her wages or her money was coming in, and it was fluctuating small bit, so we were just assuming like that, oh, they must know about it, it must be, it must be in their system, and we thought nothing else about it then. And we were just carrying on, there was... I mean, to go on for nearly two years without anything happening. That's very unfair, I mean, right, yeah. what, What's happening there? I mean, like, surely be to God, there should have been something come up in their system saying that this man is earning more. Yeah, you would, yeah. you would imagine so. I mean, and somebody mentions very quickly before I've been the break, the PAYE system is live now. If you are working two jobs, the correct amount of tax is taken at source. If you end up getting paid twice in one month, your second round of pay is automatically taxed at a higher rate now. In other words, the system is constantly updating its life. Uh, this system also syncs with the social welfare so if you're on job seekers and they see a PAYE deduction, you are notified straight away. I had this misunderstanding with them in the last 12 months. Uh, all right, okay. So this person is saying that if for PAYE and if you're on job seekers, maybe with job seekers it's slightly different, but obviously this wasn't a job seeker situation. This was a means test uh, for uh, an allowance. She was getting a disability allowance, so maybe that's slightly different. Maybe they're different departments or something like that. But he's right. Eamon is right. Even if you do have a problem, and I've heard this from a lot of people, she can't even ring them. There's no one to talk to. You try ringing the phone number, it just rings out. You're left on hold for nearly an hour. There's nowhere to ring. Citizens' information, they're pretty much useless. They're just going to tell you what you're entitled to. They're not the ones who make the decisions. So you have to ring the Department of Social Protection and you can't actually talk to anybody. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. Go ahead, Paul. Noel, how's it going? Just wonder when they're going to learn to say the teacher's name properly, Noz. Varadkar? Yes. Why? Not Varadka. I mean, you're the man hosting a radio show here. <laughs> Should at least be able to speak English. What, 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 the, hang on, hang on a second. When, when did I say Varadka? You always say Varadka. You started out no, saying I, Varadka. I might, no, maybe, maybe the R is just silent on the end or something. No, because you started out <laughs> saying Varadkis years ago. Varad what? You used to call him Leo Varadkis. 
No, I never call him yes, Brad Kiss. I'm going to be taking the piss out of yes, him. No, I'm not. No, you ain't. I'm Brad, Leo, Leo Varadkar. How many awards do you have? Uh, eight. Yeah, and you can't even say the teacher's name probably. <laughs> did you come on just to I slag did. me? I did, in a way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, well, no, whose who responsibility is it? Well, or should I, I mean, get Leo Varadkar on the case? Well, Mr. Varadkar could probably do a better job than you could. <laughs> At least he can say his own name. Uh, I don't know, I think the social welfare have to pull their socks up. I mean, they're a government, they're, they're a government department. They should at least be able to do their jobs properly. And if they're overpaying people, well, I mean, okay, you have to pay the money back. But don't leave, leave somebody in poverty just to get the money back. It's a lot of money. It is. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's some, of, it, some ridiculous. of it's bizarre. I mean, some of the payments. But so, <laughs> it, some of it is clearly the people's responsibility. People who know they're being overpaid. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's probably a lot of them out there who, who, unlike most of us, know how to work the system and how to claim for every single thing that they're probably not even entitled to. I mean, I'm looking at, say, the, the final figure there, right? Uh, despite the right of At the end of December 2018, customer debt was valued at 474 million. That's nearly half a billion. In respect of 152,000 individual debts, right? Involving yeah. 126,000 people. So that means that we can only assume that another 26 or 26,000 of those people are claiming more than two payments they shouldn't be getting. Now, you'd know if you are getting a payment. If you were getting a payment you shouldn't be getting, you'd know about it. Yeah, if you're getting money in, coming into your account or anything like that that you should, you're not you, I'd bloody well know about it. I mean, Eamon's situation before the break was slightly different because it was a means-tested yeah. payment and he was taking up another job and he didn't realise he was meant to have a deduction in that payment, right? So that was, well, the, a, you know. The only question I'd ask Eamon is when he got that second job, did he inform? No, he yeah, didn't. The, no, he didn't. Well, Surely that's, in a large way, that was Eamon's responsibility. Well, you could argue if you know the system and because his missus was getting a means-tested payment and Mm. he's married to her, yes, he should inform them. But he was of the assumption that the departments are connected and it just didn't affect his payment. Yeah, well, I know up to a couple of years ago they weren't connected. No, they the weren't. I, I, so. I, I, maybe if there's somebody out there who works at the department, I know it's difficult for them to come on the air, they're not allowed, <laughs> but maybe you could text in and let me know, uh, are they actually connected to the Department of Revenue and the Department of Social Protection? I think for data reasons, there's a lot of information that they're not allowed to share. I don't know. It's just it's bizarre. It's just like everything else in this country. It's run arseways. But look at the dead people. Seven hundred and sixty-four dead people were still being paid last year. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should. We should I, laugh, I, wanted the day for, I wanted the day for Leo Varadkar. <laughs> Leo Varadkar. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the way you're hearing it, Paul. It might be this microphone. Are you sure I'm deaf? <laughs> Stay there a second. I'm back to Dublin, Byland. I can be outside your building in two hours. I'll deal with you, Paul. Me and you in the ring. <laughs> yeah, you need Helena to protect you. <laughs> I, know. I can tell you now. I know who'll be winning that one. Jerry, <laughs> uh, Jerry, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jerry? How are you doing, Noel? How's it going, bud? Yeah, well, Paul admits that it is disgraceful and people have a responsibility. But, you know, the department need to get their act together, obviously, as well. But people do have a personal responsibility to inform them if you're getting too much money. Well, I think they do, but there's a lot of professional fraudsters out there that are like they're making their living like off the back of taxpayers. Like I know I was unfortunately out of work myself, and I had to go on the social and all that, and I was made feel feel guilty about it. Yeah. But there's people there that I know have never worked a day in their life. Like it's supposed to be job seekers. You're supposed to be like I know when I was on it myself, I had to go in 
every two months and I had to bring in documents to prove where I was looking for jobs. Yeah. Like, mm. there's people there that are, like, driving around in, when I used to go, when I'd be queuing up to sign on and there was people there dripping in gold and pulling up outside in brand new cars. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's people who are obviously taking too much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, yeah. it's part of, like, a wider thing. Like, the job, the job passed fiasco there recently. Yeah. Like, I, I was made go on the job pass to, to help me get a job while I was working part-time. Yeah. And, like, there was people, like, I went and I engaged with it and tried to make the use out of it. But there was people there that were laughing at the, the people that were teaching the classes. Yeah, in other words, there's yeah. people laughing at the majority of the, in the country. And there's oh, no, I know I know somebody who was teaching in one of those classes um, yeah. where people would be sent, you know, to, to do a course or whatever it is by the Department of Social Protection. And he was saying, firstly, half of them don't turn up. And he said, yep. and out of that, half of the other half have no interest whatsoever. They don't want yep. to be there. They're only there because the department sent them. And he said, you know, and they just go straight back on the dole after. Well, like, yeah, well, there, but how much money was wasted on that as well? I mean, it, it, like I can tell you now, he doesn't come cheap. No, no. You know? No, I know, because they're professionals. And that's their thing. But like you're saying about the half a billion, like that, it solves the consultant problem and the nursing crisis. Build a hate more bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay, but bottom line then, who's risk? If I'm on the dole or or some sort of payment and uh, I get a job or somebody dies, as is the case with paying dead people, and I'm getting a payment that I know I shouldn't be getting, is it my responsibility to tell them or is it their responsibility to find out two years later? It's a bit of both. It's the social contract. It's. Well, a social contract is a good word for it then, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, if it is a social contract, but then it's my responsibility to tell them because the system depends on honesty, doesn't it? It's, it's dependent on them if they were doing their jobs correctly. Mm. That they should know that, okay, because I know from people, people I know personally, it hasn't happened to me, but people were overpaid that were like, they genuinely needed the payment. They were overpaid yeah. slightly. Sorry. And they weren't long going after them people for the money. Yeah, sorry, Paul. Yeah, go on. Sorry, Niall. It just brings to mind of a situation a couple of, year, a couple of years ago where Moan Burton... Um, now, remember she made... Moan, uh, Moan Burton. Moan Burton, yeah. <laughs> Did somebody think of the children? Um, <laughs> what's it called? She, she, she did something that people... You know, you were, they were getting paid into the bank accounts, and they just had a lot of people who weren't even in the bloody country, and they were flying in for getting paid. That that was during the ash cloud thing, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so where the hell? Like, but she she suggested at the time that, that people who weren't living in this country, who were claiming uh, children's allowance for their children who weren't living in this country, um, mm. you know, people say from Poland or whatever Germany or whatever it happened to be in Europe, um, and they were claiming for three kids who didn't even live here. Um, and that's mm. legitimate. You can do that, by the way. It is legitimate. She was saying that should be stopped, but she was accused of being racist then. I know, it's ridiculous. What? And like, then, and then she suggested, the other thing she suggested was that uh, young girls who got pregnant out of wedlock, so to speak, um, should have to uh, say who the father of the baby is on the birth cert, you know, so they can go after the fathers for maintenance so they can reduce the amount of uh, lone parents they pay. And again, I, she was accused of discriminating against lone parents. Well, I'd actually, I'd, well, they're not lone parents. They have to have sex with somebody. Well, yes. I mean, she didn't. It's not the immaculate second conception. Well, yeah, but there are circum, there are genuine circumstances of a parent who's been abandoned by a father, right? Understandable. Yeah, but there, there's also those because I believe twenty percent, twenty five percent of children nowadays born don't have a father's name in the birth cert, uh, which is really, I think, is quite shocking. 
I, well, yeah, to me, that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, if, if, they, if they know who the father is, put the name down. Yeah, but they but they won't put the name down because of the way the system works. It's easier not to put the name down because then they'll go after the father for maintenance uh, no, rather than the department paying out the full payment. I think that's the, the way it works. The typical way of things are done in this country. It's all uh, hood and hood, hood wink. Yeah, I mean, you started off with Bertie doing it. He learned from he learned from hot. The nod and the wink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a little brown package under the table. Why? Why do we get everything so wrong in this country? You look, look at the system in England. If you're if you're given an appointment by the social welfare in England and you don't turn up, you won't get paid. There's no excuse. They just won't give you the money. There'll do, be sanctions straight away. And you know, in in the UK as well, if you go on holidays and you're mm-hmm. uh, collecting a payment, your payment is stopped. You have to sign off. Yeah. You're not entitled to go on holidays. You have to, once it's outside the country, you have to actually sign off the social welfare and then sign back on again as if as if you're a new claimant when you come back. Well, but it, it kind of makes sense in some way. It seems a bit harsh, but the whole idea of a social welfare payment is, according to the rules, you must be available for work. Now, if you're off, you know, having the ball of a time in Mallorca, well, you're not available for work, are you? Okay, keep texting. The number is 087-188-0008. Let me go to Barbara. Barbara, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Barbara? Hi, how are things? Uh, Barbara, whose responsibility is when, you know, either somebody dies or you're not resp- you're not due a claim- payment anymore, but you're still getting it? Whose responsibility is to find out? Well, in my mother's case, I would blame the social welfare for it. Okay. And to answer a question earlier on, the revenue does not communicate with social welfare. And I can tell you that 100%. And, and so how, how, I, did you, how did you figure that one out? Because, I'll tell you why, uh, three years ago, my mother, at 84 got a letter from social welfare stating that she owes 175 and a half thousand euros. Oh my god. Yes. Now I'll cut her for you. Nearly 200,000 euro at 84 years of age. Where was she going to get that from? Wait I tell you. Years and years ago dad had an accident and they bought a second home. Fine. And they let it out there for about 10 years ago. We all lived in it when we were growing up. And about 12 years ago we all grew up, got married and so she let it out the house out. Now she went through, she pays her taxes every year on it. It's with social welfare because the clients or the tenants pay the HAP scheme. Right. And all that. So it's all there. So basically what they tried to tell her in 96 um, when they, she turned 66 and she did all her pension they gave her a full pension and gave dad a full pension. Well he was on disability because he deacted But they say, even though a man paid tax on the house, to try to get her for fraud at 84 years of age. And what, but when, when they say fraud, that means that she was intentionally doing something. What were they trying exactly. to insinuate? So what were they insinuating she intentionally did? That she shouldn't have been on a full pension. She was only supposed to be on the contributing pension. Right, which even is though, a few quid, yeah. Yeah, even though she worked, and uh, I was born, say, 65, so she worked right up until I was born. But she, and she but, paid okay, so the, the problem was the two departments of revenue who would have known that she was getting this money didn't communicate with the Department of Social exactly. Welfare. Exactly. But yeah, social welfare, for 50, we fought this, but obviously she had to pay. For 12 years, social welfare knew that uh, Mam had the house because they paid the hops for the, the tenants that are in it. They gave the money. So both departments knew, revenue and social welfare, yet yes. they were still overpaying her. Yes. 
Now, we, she didn't know that. Now, she, all she was worried about that she was going to go to jail at 84 years of oh age. Oh, my. Yeah, that must have been a terrible worry for oh, her. Oh, well, do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. for yous as well. Oh, yeah. Now, we went in and fought. And how much, how much did they work out the overpayment per week? How much was it worked out at? It was 112, I think it was, a week. Right. But now, she, she has her own accountant. She, like, as I said, paid all her taxes on the house, the revenue she made every year. All above board, we proved all that. So what we did at the end was, if she was getting 200 and, say, 12 euro, I can't remember the amount, for her full pension, she should have only been getting 112 euro at the time. Because she had an income. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to calculate everything out. So in the end up, they she owed anyway, after calculating everything, uh, she still had to pay 87,000. And was there any penalties and fines put onto it? No, no. No, okay, because, because sometimes... They proved, it, yeah. yeah, no, they proved that it wasn't fraud. Do you know what I mean? Okay, we went because yeah, if it's fraud, they'll put a penalty and a fine onto it. So how? Exactly. So what was the upshot then? What, what did she have to pay back? The whole lot? Oh, she had to, oh yeah, oh yeah. And how, how did she pay it? Back? It's going to come out of the house. Right, so, it'll come out the, house. so it's gone basically as a judgment on the house. Exactly, yeah. So when, the, ho- so when the house is sold, they uh, get, they they get, get their, their money back. Cover. Right, yeah. okay, okay. Well, so you blame the two of them there. They didn't communicate. And I know that's what, when you said that question, they don't communicate. Because we asked that, we kind of had to... See, the, what the solicitors will say is that ignorance is not an excuse to break the law. Now, I'm not having a go with your mother, by the way, right? But they'll yeah. say that maybe she should have known this. You know what I mean? That's what they'll argue. Yeah, but it, at that time, she remembers when she went for a pension, a guy came out of the house from the Department of Social Welfare at the time they did that. And he was actually from Kilbarrick, this guy. Yeah. And he checked up all the boxes and the whole lot. And everything and was fine. She was working. And everything was fine. Yeah, so the but, point the point you're making is that if there was a mistake that was genuine on both sides, that it should have been spotted earlier so she wouldn't be landed with a massive bill. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. no, I understand the point you're making, yeah. It yeah. took years for it. But look, so yeah, the point is, revenue should communicate with social welfare. In, well, in, well in, in, by the way, in your case, because they were paying out a HAP scheme for the house that they were paying her social welfare on, uh, the social welfare should be communicating with the social welfare. Their own two, their own two departments should be communicating. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, listen, thanks for that, Barbara. Interesting story. It just goes to show you how very easily we can rack up a bill of 540 million the social welfare have paid out in overpayments and they're basically owed by people. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.